0: You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network.
1: All right, then. On with the show.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. If you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or basically anywhere you get your podcast. You can also find us on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you'll find links to all of our other shows, including MF Uncensored and Cinematic Adventures. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. In the studio with
1: me today is Rob. Rob, how are you today? Hello, Paul. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Yeah, don't answer my wrong question. With answer, it, with wrong the... order for that. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> God, it's been a long
0: day. Making a special appearance, a special guest from a very special show... Have a very special day for a very special boy, and that is Sean from Cinematic Adventures. Sean, how are you today?
2: I feel like some ice cream right now.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm good.
2: I wasn't allowed to leave, so I guess I'm just here.
1: I really wanted Sean on the show because today's show is a lot about the Oscars, and I wanted to mine his Oscar knowledge.
2: There we go. Not
1: even just from this year, but just from his movie knowledge from the past. If you guys want to hear a a
0: little bit more from Sean and I about the Oscars and the Academy Awards, we did a whole episode when the Nominations came out, and we talked a little bit about the history. You know where the where the phrase Oscar came from. Yeah,
2: there was no, like seventy two different stories. That was a good one, and we're going to be talking about the winners next uh, next episode because we're recording on Saturday, and the Oscars are tomorrow night.
1: Yes, very excited for it. I'm not Here. a big Oscars I'm, guy. I'm someone who has seen just about everything that has been nominated, and even in the smaller categories too. Like last night, I spent time going through the documentary short subject. Films and watched four out of five of them. Oh my God,
0: <laughs> savage! But uh, before we jump into our our main topics and apparently an activity from Rob.
2: Woohoo! Activities. <laughs> well, I hate putting you the two of you in the room together.
0: I don't know what's worse, Ronnie just trying oh, this- to like mess me up during an episode, like progressively, just like whenever. So for those of you guys who don't know, when we go to record, I give them a countdown. I'll go three, two, one, and then we'll start talking. Whoever the host is, they'll start talking. If it's me, Ronnie will sit there going, "Yeah, we're ready." Three, two. And I'm like, "Stop! Stop! Just stop it!" But anyway, so before we do that, we do have a little bit of news. So starting with that, Rob.
1: All right. So I've got three bits. One is that Should probably consult your physician on that. Is, apparently, is there is a Nova project being developed for Marvel Studios with Moon Knight director? Oh, I'm sorry, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, writer, Moon Rider, Moon Rider, and that's interesting because as you can remember, the Guardians of the Galaxy were the ones that set up the Nova Corps, and which had Glenn Close in it. It had uh, John C. Riley in it, so it'd be neat to see them and their adventures. And I guess maybe that's our the answer to Gotham PD. That well, it'll so be Nova Corps.
0: The, I don't know. The problem is a is it going to be the character Nova, right. who is a superhero on Earth, like basically they're almost like the the Marvel Green Lanterns to a point. Yeah. Or is it going to be out the Nova Corps? Because okay, I always do that. I know Nova Corp. Nova Corp. I always it say the I know it's the worst. But uh, or B, the problem is in Infinity War. They specifically mentioned that Thanos wrecked the Nova homeworlds like to get the Power right. Stone, which is the first one he has.
1: So, it's very interesting to see what they're going to do with yeah. that. Apparently here it says, Richard Ryder aka Nova Rick looks, Rider, yeah. r- looks to be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sources telling Deadline that Marvel's developing a Nova project with the writer from Moon Knight. It, and again, it says it, it's unknown if this will be developed as a feature film or a limited series, and exactly as Paul was saying will it be the entire Nova, or will it be just that person of Nova? So that's always be been an issue. Taking with...
0: place in the past, before yeah. Thanos, um, yeah.
1: whatever it is, I'm sure they've got a great thing planned for it. And on that note, I should note that Moon Knight is coming out this week. I know I am very excited about it. Uh, in addition to in in lesser new news for the Marvel Universe, early reports about Morbius are starting to come out. Rob is so excited for this movie.
0: <laughs> he would ra- He would probably rather watch. Venom and Venom Let There Be Carnage uh, yes, in a
1: row. absolutely. The early reviews are coming out, and this isn't official people that are, are you know... Mostly reviewing. Twitter. Probably, I don't know when the embargo is for the official reviews. We're getting uh, close, though, because yeah. like, the movie comes out in less than a week. So it, it may be on Tuesday. It may be all the way up to Thursday. But anyway, they are not good. Um, in fact, they, they Sony is being accused of doing some bait and switch because initially in the first trailer, we saw an image of Michael Morbius running by an image of Spider-Man. Apparently, that's been cut from the movie. Also, there, Adrian Toomes was in the commercial. Apparently now, that's been regulated to a post credit scene. He's not even in the movie anymore. and it just, Which is
0: weird, considering he's in two different scenes.
1: Yeah. So like some of the p- things that people have been saying is that it's just a disaster in terms of comprehension, it's a mess, the CGI is wonky. So I am r- I'm looking forward and not looking forward to seeing this at the same time. Well no, I I'm looking forward to reviewing it with you guys. I am not looking forward to actually watching this.
2: So now is this Marvel and Sony together, or is this strictly Sony? Like, strictly Sony. Strictly Sony. Okay. Yeah.
0: Let's play so. a game called "We're Not Entirely Sure."
2: <laughs> no, I'm just curious because I mean, again, we we established how Venom Two was just not that good. So I mean, Sony just continues; just they can't seem to get it no. right on their own. They have to have Marvel back in their play, back yeah. in their play, to make something decent.
0: And also, there, there's nobody until we see this movie. Nobody's going to know where the continuity is because in one of the trailers, he refers to Venom by name. Oh, and, right. And then obviously Adrian Toomes is in it. So there's a lot of... Oh, God. My multiversal brain hurts.
1: So whatever. Thanks, Dr. Strange. Can't wait. Yeah, uh, Dr.
0: Strange's fault.
1: So, and then our last bit of news, and this is a big one, is that the, I don't know if it was Matt Reeves or someone connected with it, they released a deleted scene from the Batman. And this
0: this is an official release. This, this is like official. A, like yeah, it's
1: not a leak. And it was a, and it was a scene that we had heard about that existed in the Batman that got cut. We just weren't expecting it to see it this soon. And it's with Barry Keoghan, who plays the Joker, and it's an interrogation between Batman and the Joker through the glass in Arkham, in Arkham's. Asylum. I
0: would imagine it happens maybe like a third of the way into the
1: movie. Yeah, because he's asking about Riddler. the Riddler and, and giving him a file and everything. And I don't know about you, but I, it is absolutely terrifying, this the, this scene. So
0: basically, the scene takes place—it's very—I think one of the reasons they also cut it was because this movie pays a lot of homage to other movies, specifically Seven. And I don't mm-hmm. think they wanted the Hannibal Lecter uh, homage to go to because, like— then it's just they're copying other movies. Where where does that end? But also it does detract from the momentum of the movie. I know Sean has not seen it.
2: I've not seen it, but I'm kind of surprised that it was actually filmed. Oh, yeah. yeah and he's in, he's in full regale, too. I liked yeah. the fact that the Joker was not known yet. I liked that yeah. the Riddler was kind of like...
0: So in this version, you know, the Joker is horribly disfigured. Yeah. Like, grossly disfigured. It's like the
2: well, Arkham Asylum. It looks like the Arkham... I mean, I've yeah, seen it, a, a yeah. small but little picture of
0: it. A but,
1: lot of the characters I noticed in the Batman have horrible facial disfigurements like penguin
2: paul dano he's paul dano there's nothing to it.
1: not zoe kravitz Mm. but anyway and even alfred has like a bad scar scar, on his face but so the scene
0: takes place he gives him the file and he's asking for his professional opinion so you can tell that they definitely had some sort of relationship and it's probably going to be argued that batman did that to him and you know in the typical mythos that's usually how it goes Mm. but um there uh, some people are pointing out that apparently when the uh, when he gives him back the file it's missing a paper clip
1: is it really oh wow yeah a
0: lot of people are pointing it out it could be a continuity mistake or it could be like well this is how i'm going to escape now right so it, it's a great scene but it, like i said the movie doesn't lose anything from from not having it no. and i was rob and i were talking about it before uh, we got on on air and i said it also gives them the freedom to change the joker they basically just showed enough of the joker to see what people think
1: and it's blurred too. It's blurred. Like you, you, don't really get, you don't two get you don't get full
0: like. Him. Yeah. And but like people have like taken pieces of it and put it together mm-hmm. like almost like a jigsaw puzzle, but um, yeah, it gives them a chance that they can always go back because in the actual movie you don't see him. No. But he's he's definitely full on Joker. He's and I look forward to. I, seeing I more. like
1: Barry Keogh a lot. Yeah. I've seen many things that he's done, and he's, and he's always big, interesting. He's a big Marvel DC fan, is he? Oh yeah, like he's done a
0: bunch of like side projects, like fan films and stuff like that. Like oh, wow. he, yeah, you can look it up. He's he's done a lot of things. Everything
1: he does is interesting too. So I I, I never know what I'm going to get with him, and I'm never disappointed. So right. I'm, I'm glad he's involved.
0: Except for Eternals, I was disappointed, but not with him. <laughs> that movie was just not good.
1: And that's the news. Oh, because it's a Marvel movie. I mean, oh,
0: it's your it's your girl too. That's why. Yeah. But so actually, there I'm going to tack on. There's another. Oh yes, that's something I might have missed. Well, there's another piece of deleted scene information. Oh. Apparently, in the Peacemaker finale, they filmed 16 minutes of the Justice League cameo, and most of it <laughs> is about Aquaman fornicating with a fish. Oh, good. From the perspective of Barry Allen. <laughs> So apparently there are 16 minutes of footage that they they, they is just Is this just didn't like use. different jokes for the same? Idea? Nobody knows, but okay. James Gunn basically said, "Oh, I did 16 minutes of footage for that."
1: What's his name? Uh, Seth Rogen and his crew—they do like multiple a bunch of takes different scenes with yeah, the yeah. same
0: joke, though. Different improv too. Yeah. But James Gunn also did say that season two is going to have even more appearances from the DCU, oh, cool. which is exciting to hear. Did you have something that you did miss, or no? That was it. What? Look at that. So here's, here's the question, because this is Rob's baby today. Do you <laughs> want to take a break first, or do you want to do your activity first?
1: Let's go right into it. First of all, do you, do you have something I can write with? I, I do. Is all that right. what you were looking around for? Yes, awkwardly? it was. <laughs> do you want a pencil or a supernatural pen? Oh, ooh, supernatural. Yeah, Thank we you. know. We know. All right. So these two have no idea what I have planned right now. And actually Paul actually
2: Paul, <laughs> Paul can't wait.
1: So yeah, this is something that I've been working. And it's not going to play. You're not. We're, that's all right. As long as you two can hear it. Oh. So yes, <laughs> I have trivia for you guys because this is Oscar season, and when it's coming time for Oscars, it's good time for some Oscar trivia. So I have a game for the two of you prepared. I have thirty questions. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I'm going to keep score. With you two to see who gets the higher score with this. Okay, uh,
0: Sean's name is spelled S E A N. Oh, so- bragging rights! Okay. You get to leave
1: my house first, <laughs> apparently. And some of these questions have bonus questions to them. So, and some of them are based in superhero lore. So don't worry. Well, it's, it's a not superhero. All about- co- right. it's, a- it's not all about the Academy Awards. So that's all that matters. I'm so- just laughing
2: at Paul's just utter. <laughs> just like- <laughs> He's miserable. I love He's doing miserable. this to
1: him. All right. So, are you two ready? To play Oscar trivia multiverse fancast edition, I, I muted your microphone ten minutes ago. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with some easy, some some well, not easy, some general questions. So what I will do is I will I will set, take some of these questions. It's either the first person who answers, or it will be the person who's closest. Let me put down Paul. I, I am I am keeping score here, so I will let you know who. Sean's wins gonna win? He might. So, oh, I already gave up. That's why. First question is: When was the very first Academy Awards presented?
2: 1912,
1: 1927. Oh, Sean gets closest to po- that point because the first one was 1929. It was a film from 1927, so you were very, very close. I
0: am just going to yell out random answers.
1: Okay, here's next. Next one is an easy one. What is another name for the statuette given out at the Academy Awards? Oscar. All right, Paul gets that point. Paul, point to Paul. What is the origin? Of I'm the actually name? pointing to Rob right now. You guys just can't see it. <laughs> He's giving me a, one point, too. It's with one of his fingers. Don't worry. I got um, one more. What is – my third question. What is the origin of the name Oscar?
0: Uh, it, uh, it was named after the uh, – we, So we, we looked this
2: up, and yes. there was not a definitive – There is
1: not. There are three possible answers. It's
2: like Betty Davis. Betty, I can't Mistress. Remember. No, it was – Her husband?
1: Yeah. One is actress Betty Davis claimed that the name derived from her observation that the backside of the statuette looked like her husband, Harmon Oscar Nelson.
0: Oh, yeah. His butt.
1: Okay. That's one. Do, oh, do you know any others? We
0: struggled with one, so... Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so I'll give that point to Sean, since he came up with Betty Davis. The other ones are that columnist Sidney Skalski maintained that he gave the award its nickname to negate its pretension. And it's also been attributed to Academy librarian Margaret Herrick, who declared that the statuette looked like her Uncle Oscar. The All right, next question four. Approximate number of people who vote for the Academy Awards? 50. <laughs> 200. I really hope I'm closer just to annoy Sean.
2: (laughs) I honestly don't know that
1: one. I'll Give Sean the point, but barely. It's actually 5,783 people. (laughs) I had a five in my answer, so I think I should get the point. Oh, okay. So Sean is winning right now three to one.
2: Yeah, but there's always room for a comeback.
1: The approximate number... Question five. The number of people who watched the Academy
2: Awards in 2021. Not
1: that many. That is
2: true. How many million? Not even... I'm going to say two. I'm gonna
0: say one.
1: Oh, you actually would both be shocked to hear that it was actually just shy of 38 million. Wow. Yes, I don't, I'm not giving points to anyone on that one. No, <laughs> that's, fair. that's
0: fine. That's fine. I still say my not a lot answer.
1: It's it was it was lower last year because if it was a CW it, show, it would have broke CW. <laughs> <laughs> it was low last year because it was not held in their actual place. Because remember, it was a, a pandemic year, yeah. and also like it was a the lot- virtual
2: one. It was the one they did. Like yeah. a lot of the actors were, were, you know, were virtual and stuff. Yeah,
1: and and it was also like the the Oscar that year. Any idea what went to Best Picture that year?
2: Wasn't it Nomadland? It was
1: Nomadland, very good. That's not one of my questions. I just want to see if you knew. Number six: the total number of Oscar statuettes presented since the first Academy Awards back in 1929. Nine thousand. Nine thousand. Say
2: sixty-nine. Nine thousand and one.
1: Oh, actually, point goes to Paul. He is, he is over. Tried, that is fired. over. It backfired, yes. Try the, the prices price <laughs> <right> up right. <laughs> the number of statues is 2,809. Next question. How heavy is an Oscar?
2: Jesus. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Does that have anything to do with Thor's hammer? Because I feel like this is a superhero <laughs> show that we're not superhero. Oh, it's
2: coming. God. It's coming. It's coming. Jeez. What What Oscar, uh, what superhero movie won Best Picture? None. I'm getting there. Nine pounds. <laughs> Nine. No. Five pounds.
1: Oh, Paul actually gets it. It is eight and a half pounds. Very, very good.
2: And Paul thought he wasn't going to uh, win.
1: I
0: know. We're We're <laughs> y- literally making answers up. How long was the longest Academy Awards show? Come oh, on. four and a half hours. Four hours and 31
1: minutes. Oh, backfired on you. Four hours and 23 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea what fi- – and, and the film that year – that's not a question. The what film, year was it? The, that was from 2002, and the film that year, that won was Gladiator. Oh, it was, the gladi- yes. was the Gladiator? Yes. It was uh, as long as the movie. Shortest. I
2: have to hour and a half. Hour and a half? I'll probably go an hour, the first one.
1: Ah, pull, point to poll. Hour and 40 minutes. We are tied. <laughs> Man, Paul, you know a lot. Uh, yeah, that was from 19- literally randomly guessing. 1959. <laughs> the film was Gigi. Gigi. What was the very first best picture?
2: Wings.
0: Wings. Wow. Wings. Sean, I said it too.
1: Sean. Oh, you. Do you knew it, or you're just repeating him? Wings. <laughs> I love Wings Sean got it it is Wings have you ever seen it I have, no. I have not I, I
2: don't think you can find it anywhere I've never seen it even on Turner Classic
1: oh really I saw a clip of it yesterday when we were in film class and we, I showed them a clip that showed clips from every single best picture and there was like a, a tracking shot you know but, who doesn't
0: need uh, the, Wings Superman see now it's a superhero show <laughs> uh, Wings
1: 1927 the story is that two young men one rich one middle class are in love with the same woman and they become <laughs> fighter pilots in World War I name three Oscar hosts Oh. Billy Crystal, John Anne Stewart, Hathaway,
0: James Franco, and Seth- Chris Rock.
1: Dang it! <laughs> Very good, Sean. You had two of them there. Yeah, I just yes. picked well,
2: two for the in same show. show.
1: Bonus question: Who hosted the most? Bob Hope.
2: Bob wow. Hope. Damn it!
1: Bob Hope is correct. Bob Hope had nineteen appearances. Well, Sean, I am I, impressed.
2: And didn't is it Johnny Carson or Billy Crystal had the same? Uh, most, I th- think Carson. Yeah, Carson had like throughout the eighties. Yeah,
1: he had a lot. What number is this Academy Award?
0: 45. Hold on. No, way more.
1: (laughs) 94. Ooh, Sean's got it again. It is 94. How many Academy Award categories are there? 12. I'm just making this up. 15. (laughs) Point to Sean, but not close. 24. How many acting categories are there? Eight. Four. Four. Sean is winning 10 to four now. (laughs) What was the first sequel to ever win Best Picture? The Godfather Part Tape. Wow. Yes, very good. Paul. Paul gets the point. Five. That
2: was actually just a random guess. Wow.
1: What film has earned the most nominations?
2: Most nominations? Titanic? Argo.
1: It is not Titanic. Ben-Hur. No. I said Argo. It's not Argo. Argo. Then I guess nobody gets a point.
2: (laughs) It wasn't Lord of the Rings because it won everyone. It was (sighs) not Argo.
1: It was all about Eve. Interesting. All about I Eve. liked All About Steve. It had 14 nominations. Who has won the most Academy Awards in history? Batman. Actor? or It's a trick question. It's not an actor. <sighs> John Ford. Good guess. No. Batman. No, it's actually someone you know. Someone Batman. I know you him don't personally. Know no point. I know, I know him personally. The answer goes to, and you'll be, when you, I tell you, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Walt Disney.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walt
1: Disney, he has uh, 26, he had because he's not alive. We go th- well, he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> he's just below temperature. He's got 26 Oscars, and he was nominated 64 times. How many films can be nominated for Best Picture?
2: Twelve. Stop Googling, Sean. I'm not.
1: I, mean, <laughs> I think the limit is... Ten is the true. Yes, up to ten pictures.
2: But not... What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> Paul's getting mad at Sean. This isn't even Sean's show. This is why I stuck around.
1: What was the very first ever Academy Award-nominated superhero property?
2: Was it the Dark Knight or was it it was either Dark Knight or Black Panther?
1: Neither. It had to be nominated. No, now oh, just, listen, nominated. just nominated. Doesn't have to be for a, a best picture.
2: I'm gonna say Superman the movie. Cause I uh, think it was nominated for like no. editing or something like that. Steel. <laughs> Batman?
1: Point goes to no one. It was the animated short Superman from 1941. Ah, Should just said shirt. Superman. It yeah. lost to Mickey Mouse cartoon Lend Me a Paw.
2: Sounds about right. That's about right. No respect um, for superhero movies. What was
1: the first superhero movie to ever earn an Academy Award?
2: Do honorary Oscars count? No.
0: Is it te- can a technical award be? Yes. All right. I would say Superman.
1: The movie. Superman is
2: correct. That's what I thought because yeah. it wasn't. It was yes. visual effects, but it bonus wasn't actually an award. Bonus
1: question: What was the category? Visual effects. Visual effects. Point to show. You didn't even
0: let me answer. He literally <laughs> pointed to him. I I could have done it.
1: Spe- it was a special. Uh, now, oh, actually, I'm sorry. No. 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 It was a special achievement, special for, achievement visual for visual effects. effects. For a very special voice. Yes. It was actually nominated for three awards, but it didn't win any of them. Shocking. What was the first superhero movie to ever win an Academy Award? Dark Knight.
0: No. Huh. Again, <laughs> <Batman, laughs> I'm just Yes. You know, Batman Forever. No, Batman Returns? Batman the original? Yes, oh. Batman
1: the original. Point goes to Paul sure. after some coaxing. What did it? What um, production design? What? That's my bonus question. What was the category? Best,
2: Best costume. costume. I'm going to say production design. Yes,
1: produ- art, art direction, which is production design. Art yes. Design. What actor was the first to be nominated for an Academy Award for portraying a comic book character?
0: It it wasn't the Dark Knight.
1: No, it was, was not. It, was
2: it from A History of Violence?
1: Nope, it was not. Mm. It was before that. Hmm.
2: Al Pacino for Dick Tracy? Wow. wow,
1: pulling that out. Yes, you are correct. You really pulled that Point out. Point to your... Sean. 13 to 7 Sean right now. Yes, it was. It was Al Pacino and Dick Tracy in 1990. Love that movie. What movie. comic book movie, and listen to the words, what comic book movie was the first to be nominated for a Screenplay Adaption Award?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. That I would say Dark Knight. It
1: was not Dark no. Knight. And I will give you a hint it is not a superhero movie. Oh,
0: Okay. Oh, uh, Road to Perdition.
1: Good guess, but no. Dang That's it. It's a year later, though. I, I'm sorry. Road to Perdition is a year after this.
0: 2001. It wasn't yeah. History of Violence, right? That uh, was It nope. wasn't 2000. Nope.
1: Wow. I don't know. Yeah, yours is in 2002. It was from 2001. I'll give you a hint. I'll give it up. Scar- starred Skojo.
2: The hell move? Scar- and Thor-,
1: Scar- and uh, Thor Birch. And Steve Bashemi. Directed by Terry Zwigoff, Ghost World.
2: Oh, never saw it.
1: Ghost World. How many categories was Batman Begins nominated for?
2: Three, two.
1: Sean gets it, but only by default. The answer is one. It only got one. Uh, bonus question: What was the category? We don't really care. Think about it. Batman <clears throat> Begins. What is it best? What What is it known? If If you had to think of the movie, what's it known best for in terms of its technical? Cinematography. Mm-hmm. Point to Sean. Cinematography. Next Come on, question. Paul. Yeah, you... <laughs> Come on, Paul. Time, time to rally. I'm not really it, trying Only a couple questions left here. How many categories was The Dark Knight nominated for? Six.
2: Uh, Paul says six. Sean says think
1: four. Four. Paul gets it. The question. The answer is eight.
2: Nice. I didn't know it was that much.
1: Yes, it was eight. Um, not the
2: big one, though. No,
1: but not the big one. Oh, I just lost my place. There we go. How many did it win?
2: Three. One.
1: Neither of you are correct. <laughs> and it's the, the difference is, is in the middle, too. So
0: I should get the point.
2: Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay, give it to Make Paul. Make him feel better.
1: All right. And what were those two?
2: Supporting Actor. Right. And Cinematography. Good guess. Mm, I'm going to go Editing. <laughs>
1: wow, holy cow. Nice job. <laughs> it was. It was Editing and Best Supporting Actor for Heath Ledger. What was the first superhero film to take home more than one Academy Award? Black Panther. No.
2: Really?
0: Suicide Squad. <laughs>
2: hmm. huh. I'll
1: give you a hint. 2004. Fantastic Four. <laughs>
2: 2004. Yeah. Spider Man 2? No. Didn't get any Academy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what was in 2004. i give you
1: a hint. It was animated. I don't know. How you vote? The Incredibles. Uh, <laughs> know about Incredibles took in best sound editing and best animated feature. What is the only superhero film? Oh, sorry. What are I? I got to change this question. What are the two only two superhero films ever to be nominated for best picture?
2: Black, Black Panther, Panther and the Dark Knight. get Superhero nominated? movies. Yep. No, Dark Knight did not get, they that movie. get
1: it. At least I, I I wrote down one thing, but now I just got to confirm
2: Keith. Black Panther um, and. I don't
1: know. I have to edit out a lot of. Joker. Oh. Joker.
2: Yeah. I hate that movie. I
1: know, me too. And i am just got to confirm this because I don't have that written down. <laughs> yes, Joker was nominated for two Oscars, and I think I might be. No, I'm wrong. Edit that part out. Nope, oh, we don't edit things all right. Out. So, I did, I did research this and I did write it down right. Yeah, it was nominated for two. No, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Nope, I'm right. Boast motion picture. Sorry, it was not, it won two, it was nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven awards. I'm going to edit out your uh, validation. All right, thank you. And that was actually my next question How many nominations did Joker receive? Eleven. Um, how many did it win? Two. What category? Best
2: actor. I hate that movie. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I wasn't looking at you like you, I thought you knew because obviously you've shown no signs that you know half the stuff. You <laughs> oh, a lot of random guessing. <laughs> a lot of random guessing.
1: The other answer is best score. Oh, and that's right. female. It was a female. Uh, oh, composer. was it? Uh, and it was finally, the last question of the night. I'll pause for this. all the money. How many superhero superhero films are up for awards this season? No.
0: Uh, Spider Man No Way Home is,
1: yes. Oh, up for awards. I'm sorry, up for awards because because yeah. When we record, as we're recording, this is before Academy.
2: Spider Man No Way Home and uh-huh. what else? Did Venom get a best I think visual Shang- effects? Shang Chi oh, might be. Oh, point
1: goes to Paul. I'll give you two points for that since you named both of them. Oh yeah. Uh Shang Chi and Spider Man No Way Home. Good for Very you, good. Paul. So that wraps up the trivia portion of the show. Final score is Paul twelve points. Sean, seventeen. Congratulations, Sean! You get all the money.
0: I also want to point out that Sean's sitting directly next to Rob, so I (laughs) he can't see. No, I have a lot of things, a lot of concerns.
2: That's actually one of those I didn't know.
0: Yep, we suck. But anyway, so I didn't know. With that, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to actually talk about some superhero stuff on the superhero podcast. You could
2: literally hear the disgust in his voice.
0: (laughs) But first, a quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by RAISE Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, raise Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. All right, and we are back, and now to the actual superhero portion of the superhero <laughs> podcast episode. Dude, he's
2: still butthurt.
0: <laughs> I've been sitting for three podcasts. This is our third podcast of the day, so I'm ready. <laughs> hard and done. Ugh, that but is a
2: small violin playing somewhere.
0: Joke's on you. There, I don't even goes. have a violin. That's true. All right, then. So what we did it's Viola. Were- Viola. Viola Davis, but what Rob did, and I don't want to say what we did. Rob came up with twelve categories, and we are going to list basically our our nomination for each yeah. category. So I'm going to turn it over to Rob.
1: All right. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is definitely Oscar time, and it is all about <laughs> it is all about Hollywood, and it is all about giving out those Oscars. And yes, this Sunday we hope you watched uh, the Oscars and you had your Bets in for your pick. I'm just watching Sean
2: laugh at all because I'm laughing at Paul's reaction. It's just like...
1: so the thing is,
0: I don't think they could actually hear this. So yeah, I, well...
2: it's still funny though, Hollywood.
1: Whereas I could have just done this and like put it on the computer. That's right, you two can hear it. Uh, so yes, it is all about Oscars. So I created 12 categories and I designed them all around superheroes. And I made them – I played them totally straight. These are not goofy categories like, you know, worst this or anything. I wanted to look at the best of all of these things. So that's what these are all. And if we were giving out the Oscars today – Two superheroes, what would we do? Because as as Sean mentioned earlier, yeah, superhero movies don't get a lot of love. In fact, I, I think it was something like only 11 <laughs> superhero movies have ever been nominated for anything. And only, that's just
2: nominations. Yeah, so
1: and, and I think I think I counted something like only 19 Oscars have ever been given out to superhero movies out of the 2,000 and something. <laughs> so it's it's not a lot. So we thought we would give out some Oscar love. So having said that, let's take a look at our very first category. Our first category is going up for Best Origin Story. Best Origin Story. So, Sean, I'll throw it to you. Who would you give Best Origin Story today And this is just
2: movies. Like, we're just movies. I think movies, TV shows.
1: uh, I don't know. I hadn't really thought that far into it. But I I, I would say mostly movies. But if you have a TV show, we won't make fun of you.
2: All right. Well, I I was just wondering. I'm going to go Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Why? Just because it's the better origin story I've seen. I don't know. Well then, I really didn't think much into this. I'm sorry. That's why I, <laughs> didn't you know you, I would come me, it Come up. to me last. At uh, you know. So
0: while we were recording an entire interview, I was watching YouTube. That's what Sean was doing. It's, I was watching YouTube. Gave him the list. Said, "All right, here you go, man." And you know this. The, <laughs> I don't know. I mm. guess Batman Begins. <laughs> Paul, I would say, and this this might be a little off kilter for me watchman dr manhattan
1: oh very
0: i think because it just visually it's stunning and watching like this normal guy who turns into a the most realistic quote-unquote depiction of somebody who was suddenly given infinite powers Mm. and a brand new mindset to go with it like you you can't imagine what having all these powers suddenly given to you and rebuilding your body from scratch what it would do to a human mind and i think just visually it's it's fantastic so I wanted to go with uh, my runner-up was Superman the movie with Superman because basically the first yeah. thirty-five minutes of that movie is his origin story. Yeah. Yes. So, and I think you know it,
1: it was just interesting for me anyway. Rob, so I was going between a few like here. I, I love Deadpool's origin story. I, I even just the Joker and his origin story. But what I eventually settled on was was a, a very obscure one that is from the past like year and a half. And actually, this is television, so I just broke my own rule. The white, white Vision's origin story, I thought, was very unique in the fact that it takes so long to get there because it's, it's a version of Vision that develops over the course of, like, several movies and develops over the course of, like, television shows and everything, and you couldn't really have it. You know, you couldn't just reintroduce, you couldn't just introduce White Vision all of a sudden. You had to like lead up to it after a while. So I'm going to go. My Oscar goes to White Vision. And then you do your next question. Oh, okay. (laughs) My next. So next category, best reboot of a character. I'll go to Paul. I will say,
0: and this is going to be controversial: Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Wow. All right. Oh, all right. Actually, I'm gonna make him a second. You know what my best. no, uh, well, never mind. That one won't work. I was gonna say Ghost Rider when they reintroduced him into Marvel's Agents of Shield.
1: Yeah, but
0: that, uh, that works. It was a different go- different character. It it wasn't Johnny. Bla- it wasn't Nicholas True, Cage, it was Johnny but it was Blaise.
1: still the I, the concept of the Ghost Rider. So, so you
0: know what? I'm gonna go with that. Ghost Rider, the Ghost Rider reintroduction in the MCU, I think it is fantastic. They did a great job with Robbie Ray, it's a mm-hmm. character who I didn't know too much about, and the the visuals were stunning. The story was great, and yeah, considering the Nicolas Cage travesties oh. that were, were those
1: movies, like which just, is such a shame because he's he's such the perfect
2: person for that. Yeah only 20 years before. Yeah. Uh, he actually made those
1: movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it just it's they're not done well. New. No. Sean best reboot of a character. So,
2: I was thinking of this one. I actually was thinking. <laughs> and the obvious answer to me would be Heath Ledger for the Joker, but I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go with a tie of Michael Fassbender and James James McAvoy. McAvoy. Thank you, McAvoy for uh, X-Men first class. Oh, all right. Just, what they brought to those two characters when you were so used to Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart, I thought in that first movie and then obviously in the sequels, they just adapted they so the show, well. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they were those movies, not Jennifer Lawrence.
1: And and Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon.
2: <laughs> Or just like Kevin Bacon.
1: I, my reboot, first of all, I do, since you brought him up, I think it's safe to say, and this is something that I had in my mind when I was making my list, you can't include Heath Ledger in any of these categories, because let's face it, he would probably win all of them. Well,
0: my, there goes my question three answer. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>, really? <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I'll keep
1: that. You can keep that. Okay. All right. It was probably uh, going to be
2: my answer, too, honestly. Oh, really?
1: Best reboot for me, I'm going to say Daredevil. Ben Affleck was just a travesty. I which would is kill, though, to see sad. him as a variant of Daredevil in Multiverse of Madness. It would be the best thing ever. And I would say reboot of Daredevil, not just for the television show, but also for bringing him into the MCU in Spider-Man No Way Home. That it was. It, they, they. I would even consider that a reboot because it brings him back in. It, it gives him a chance to be fresh again. It, it gives him a chance to be in his law firm again. And, and what's his name that plays it? Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox is just—he's—he's he's daredevil to me all the way. Oh. My next one is best dedication to character by an actor or actress. So best dedication to character. What I mean by that is, what actor is all in on their on their character that when you see them that they just completely are in another place. Oh, I lied. then so, okay, so it's I, not Heath Ledger's Joker. For I me. will go first then. I am going to say Benicio del Toro as the collector. That is a good one. That he is, he he is just working on another planet altogether when he is doing that character, and and I don't, you don't know what he's thinking or what's going, you know, what's happening at all, but he has such a dedication to that character, and I love it, and I wish we could see more of the collector, Sean.
2: Hmm, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go. Again, could be Heath Ledger, but I'm I'm going to stay away from that just because you know I'm going to go Christopher Reeve as Superman.
0: That's fair. That's very Uh, fair. He he did so many things. He
2: never allowed those movies in his mind. He never allowed the character to be you know cheesy, even though the movies got you know crappier and crappier and crappier. He stuck to the true vision of that character and and also like never
0: waned. He did things like Clark Kent and Superman were totally different. Oh yeah,
1: it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like he, you when you saw him on screen in both of those, in as Superman, he just he there was something about him that he embodied like the American spirit of of can do and and just it, it, everything that America stood for was chiseled in his chin. Yeah, uh, he, he was just amazing as Paul. No no, 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 no. Go ahead, go okay. ahead, go ahead. All right, the, I have
0: two answers, All right. and they're both going to piss Rob off. Oh, go, oh no! One is Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock.
1: I don't, I don't, yeah. that doesn't piss me off. That actually, I totally get that. He, like
0: the, the scene of him with the lobster tank alone. And just, it is one of the better things of Venom, Let There Be carnage. Like just, he throws himself 10 trillion percent into that now, role.
1: with the use of the word better... That's indicating that it's compared to something else that's also good, which is where you're wrong because there's nothing else that's good in that movie.
0: <laughs> in which one? Venom Let There Be Carnage? In
1: both of the Venom I movies. I will
0: still argue that there's plenty of There's good in every movie. There are, right, and very His hard. name is
1: Tom Hardy. Yeah.
0: But I will also argue visual effects are still pretty on point for both those movies. Yeah, right. Um, I that. And I love Dan. I hate Do- Dan, Dr. Dan so much. He was
1: so much better in the second movie. I thought he said New Aliens. I hate him because he is such a great actor comedy wise and he is given nothing to do but my other one and this one you're not going to like Right.
0: Jared Leto is the joker oh
1: come on
0: and you're only on trolling no 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 no, <laughs> no 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 you said dedication to character by an actor or an actress and that is not just pertaining to their appearance on screen nor their qualities so. nor all their right, quality it has point. nothing to do with if they're good or not all right okay because yeah, then you could easily say a Robert Downey jr's Iron Man mm-hmm. who nobody else can imagine anybody else's Iron man so don't don't you come out right, call me a troll right. like that young man uh, fair uh, point but I will say Jared Leto's joker because despite how bad it was and we will we, we'll never see this air cut if it even exists Right. It's it, like, but I and really like he was he was better in Justice League with that one scene. True, and that's you know that's like saying that crap doesn't smell as bad. <laughs> but in all honesty, like you hear the stories about Jared Leto on scene on on set and the things like how much of it is true, how much of it is that right. we don't we'll never really know. But like he's
1: one of those guys that gets ten trillion percent into his role. That's true, and he is someone that is just he. He lives the character on and off screen, yeah, and with some of the presents that he sent to his co-stars. Which, and again, everything. we'll never yeah. know if it. How yeah, much it's of that true. is actually true? But all right, I, I actually i like I like all of those answers. Those are all excellent. You still got mad though. I did. Get mad. Got, I got gotcha. you. You know what? You triggered me when you said Jared Leto is the Joker. So I triggered you when I said Doctor Dan. You think that wasn't a well thought out ploy? <laughs> all right, our next category is best use of a song in a film. Now this is a moment where. A song complements what is happening on screen. It propels the plot. It develops the the character and, and the story. So I'm gonna go, I have a to, question. any clarification? Oh you need clarification. clarification. Are we just
0: saying like like an actual song or a theme? like a, a, no. okay, because an actual I would song. say like you know the Superman movie, of to March. and so right. I just
1: wanted clarification. Yeah. No, this is an actual, not a score. This is an actual song. <laughs> Do you have something? No. Okay, Sean.
2: I gotta. I don't know the name of the song, but the Prince song in Batman, and when he when the Joker comes out on Was the, that party uh, on the parade party time. Yeah. Party oh yeah, time. yeah. I
0: know what you're talking about. I don't know. I just yeah. It, you always say that one.
2: I always love that song. All right. I will say
0: the opening to. Uh, Either the opening or the mid- let me say the movie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Okay. Either the opening title with Groot dancing around because it's a sky
1: Sky. Yeah, a Blue Sky.
0: Because it just it personifies the entire like it tells you everything about those characters mm-hmm. and It about you right back into it puts you the scene where it. using uh, the scene where bit a little bit come a little bit closer. Oh yes. That is another. Just the music just a little bit a little bit closer. No, you're going to die. My- and i just think, Those two.
1: My answer is also from a James Gunn film, but not The Guardians. It is from Suicide Squad, from the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not Suicide Squad. That's just needle drop after needle drop that's horribly placed. And it is just a gigolo from when Harley Quinn goes nuts and just starts slaughtering everybody. But you know what? I will completely argue. I know it's not, but the opening credits to Peacemaker. I'll argue it. (laughs) I'll argue. Oh, wait. They did use it. Yes, they, they used did. It in the, yes, in, they oh, did. so you know what? I think that... That's your new one? I think it so might be. So you're going to rescind the Oscar from the original winners? From, from Guardians gonna pull, of the Galaxy? You're
2: going to pull a Moonlight on these guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Moonlight. It's La La Land. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> I just, you know, because when it, when you think about do you want to taste it from Peacemaker, yeah. you always take the opening I, credits. And then really I totally true. forgot that they had it in the... And they I did. think when that happens, I, I remember my wife
1: and I were like, yes! Yeah. so Very I, good. Yeah. So our next category is Best Cameo. Oh,
2: this is easy. And was, this one I knew the minute I saw it okay okay
1: so I will go to Sean then with this one best cameo in a superhero property
2: Hugh Jackman X-Men first class yeah that, yeah, that, that was you took mine that was that. when I saw that question I was like boom I know it
1: that yeah was, what yeah. we're referring to is in, in X-Men first class when Fassbender and uh, McAvoy recruiting. are recruiting and they find Wolverine in a bar and he says hi we're recruiting for and Wolverine just tells him to go F himself. has a drink and a cigar and he says to go F themselves it's yes. perfect. I will. So I, I have two.
0: One is, one is a future one. One has not happened yet, but I'm predicting it now. You guys are hearing it now. So first, Charlie Cox as as Daredevil oh, in, yes. in Spider Man. I think it was perfect because you can't say Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are cameos because they actually have They're roles part of the in. Plot. Them. They're part of the plot. But I will argue, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier in Doctor Strange because right. that's been all but confirmed. Yeah, we think that's coming. So whether or not
1: that's a cameo, we assume it's a cameo. It yeah, might be something but that's, that's why I want to just put that all out right, there, good. too. So I you have heard it here first, folks. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I have, of course, listed the master of all the cameos. Mr. Stanley. What a cop out. <laughs> oh, now
2: you're trolling. <laughs> oh, hold
1: on. Man. Oh, my hold Which on. one? God. Wait, wait till you hear this. This is going to make him really angry.
2: <laughs> is that possible? I don't know. It's
1: Stanley. <laughs> Spider-Verse in Teen Titans Go! the movie. (laughs) I never saw it. So we're going to thank you guys for listening today. We're going to just uh, end the show. I hate you. The fact that Stan Lee did a cameo in a DC property just blows my mind. And he's like, Talking about Batman and everything, how insane is that? If you haven't seen Teen Titans go to the movie and you're like Paul, please go Smart. and watch it. Stanley has a great cameo in it. My second favorite Stanley cameo is the one where he's the delivery driver and he's looking. I forget. Tony Stank. Tony, Tony Stank.
2: Stank. <laughs> I like the half. You half one when he thinks he's Hafner. I like uh, him in
1: Big Hero Six. So all right. So that's hero. my next question: Is which is your favorite Stanley cameo? That's not on the list. I know it's not on the list. I just said Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Mine's this Tony Stank one. You you already answered it. <laughs> all right. So best movie to put on a never ending loop in our house. I asked my family. Well, I asked my family all of these questions, so they helped me answer them too. Lauren and I were split on this. She feels that Guardians of the Galaxy could be on a never ending loop because she just she is endlessly entertained by that one. Mm. I feel Thor Ragnarok, mm. um, and here's why it is so many different tones happening at so many different, like any, every 20 minutes, it changes tone to a different kind of film, whether it's a gladiator film or, or a buddy comedy or an escape, you know, like an escape from Alcatraz kind of film. Like it's something always new. And so it, it never gets boring to me. And I've, I've watched that film several times and it never gets old. Sean.
2: Oh, that's tough. Cause I'm going to go Superman, the movie
1: with, with the first with one, Chris Reef. Reef.
2: Yeah. Cause that's just something I could I can watch that anytime. That's a good one. You really mm. don't have to get invested into it. You can walk away, walk back in. You can you know all that yeah. stuff. Like no other real comic book movie, I can be like, oh, I'm just gonna leave this on and walk away and you know let it play.
1: Mm. Paul
0: Steel. no Infinity War. Yeah, I right. find Infinity War just very rewatchable. It's because if you're a fan of this character or this character or this character, they're there there's a, a fair chance i love avengers endgame but it's really only the last 30 minutes that i can watch over and over and over like and over the again
1: back to the future 2 stuff in it
0: i like don't get me wrong i like all that stuff but it, in all honesty it's not until uh, like uh, once cat picks up that hammer then i'm like oh, okay. all right i can watch this over and over and over again so
1: i'm gonna say infinity war best looking male female two answers or we yes just choose? one for each so, Paul, you got yours ready? For comic book movies, I will say... Steel Shack. I will say Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. For for Thor. I assume regular regular Thor, not like in Avengers Endgame not, Thor. Not Avengers Endgame <laughs> Thor. No, not Avengers Endgame Thor. And as
0: long as my wife's not listening, this is going to be weird, Darcy.
1: I know you've you've mentioned you have
0: Kat a crush. I have such a crush on Cat yeah. Dennings. don't really. Know what it is?
2: Her voice just—it's like nails on a chalkboard. I, I, get nope. I get that. I get that.
0: Actually, uh, but you know what? I will say over Darcy. I will say it. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sean. Oh,
1: uh, it's kind of warm in here.
2: I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Scargo. Oh yeah. It depends on her hair. She
1: has like forty-two different I hairs. Don't...
2: The only one I didn't care for when she was blonde in Infinity War. That was uh, the
1: only really? one. Alright, so for maybe that's the next question is which which version of Skojo do you like best? And and let's hope that uh, what's his name for Can we just also establish it's Scarjo everyone. Scarjo. Scarjo. No, it's 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 Scar-Jo, I've heard as Scar-Jo. In Scar-Jo. Scar. I've heard Skojo as in Scarlet Joe. never heard that.
2: Um probably Iron Man 2. I like the, oh, cur- yeah, the yeah, red yeah. curly curly yeah. hair. You never saw that look again. Okay, Scojo
1: hmm. is a type of reading
2: glasses, <laughs> never mind. yeah, And male. I go Chris Evans. I thought he was going to say like Howard the Duck, Rocket. All right,
1: so I am going to say first of all, it's, my female has already been said, Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. She is just stunning in every way. But I do like the Darcy angle. Yeah, I I, uh. I, I find her oddly attractive myself. Mm-hmm. And then this was unanimous in my family: Chadwick Boseman. Mm, that's, yeah, that's he cool. is just a really really good looking guy. Okay, mm-hmm. all <laughs> <Is> right. <laughs> We, we may need a commercial break. No, <laughs> no, nope, nope. we're already, we're already almost at it now. All Let's right, go. best theater moment. This is the moment where everybody cheers, where everyone, st- where you just feel compelled to get up out of your seat and 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 be excited for it. I will. I've got a few, so I will let. I will go to you guys first, Sean.
2: Oh wow, this is a tough one. I'm going to harken back to Dark Knight and the the pencil scene.
0: Oh yeah, that makes me so- stand up and well, people did the theater. People that did. theater we were
2: in the the old IMAX theater in the Palisades Mall, and that scene everybody just went crazy. And oh, it was just man. it was just a good moment because it was just the really first true scene we saw of him as the Joker, and mm. it did not disappoint. So I'm going to
1: go with that. All right, Paul.
2: I am split between
0: Avengers Assemble. Of and- course, I
1: know you've been waiting for that moment. You were oh, waiting yes, for that moment for years,
0: and. In Spider-Man No Way Home, there are two that that I—honestly, because we we all saw it together. Uh, I don't think—no, Rob, you didn't see it with us. Spider-Man? Yeah.
1: No, remember I was in Florida. That's right. Yeah.
0: Either A, when both Spider-Men walked through the portals. Oh, yeah. That was a big cheer moment. Or B, when they all— swing together and land on the statue, on the oh, Statue yeah. of Liberty. So those In
1: our house Timmy absolutely he, his first response was the the three Spider-Man. He says when they all all show up together. I was torn between a couple one. One was when Cap Gets Thor's hammer in Avengers Endgame. That's another really I, good I, one. That I was a great moment. Jumped up at that because I, I would see, and I mentioned that in my family, and Timmy was like, "We all saw that coming." I didn't. I really didn't. I, I was shocked when that well, happened. we
0: didn't see that coming because we didn't know Mjolnir was
1: going to even be in the movie. Yeah. So get out of here, Timmy. All right. So, <laughs> Lauren said it's the <laughs> "I am Iron Man" scene. Because that was just so. Oh, the une- yeah, yeah, the end when he says it because it was so unexpected. Mine is when Hulk grabs Loki by the ankles and just smashes him that into was the floor. So, <laughs> but there's we also a reason
2: here.
0: We didn't. That's hear it. why. That's why I will never say that as a, like the cheer moment yeah, why? because our theater did, but they wouldn't stop. Yeah. So nobody heard what he said.
1: I'm okay with that because to but me no, it wasn't so, about puny god. It I was know, about, but at the time, yeah, we were like,
2: wait, what? What did he just?
1: Yeah. Because we, we all would have been like,
2: oh, there was something funny, probably well, said. There, there was that,
1: nothing
0: weirder than everybody just cheering and then suddenly dead silence. Yeah.
1: Because everybody was like, oh. I was just like, shut up, shut up. Oh, God. I, well, maybe that's what made it such a great cheer moment is because everyone was so loud about it that they didn't think to stop for the, the line. The, so
0: here's my thing about cheer moments. Cheer moments should be short. Okay. When they are too long, it is just obnoxious. Or if you – I hate to say it, and I'm sure you do it, Rob – don't take it personally okay. though. When people stand up in a theater, in a theater, I okay. I, I don't think I've ever no, st- I don't. I don't I, we've seen people stand during Spider Man. People stood up during yeah, that damn movie, I, I'm and like, I was like,
1: no, sit, just sit down. Yeah. Just sit now down. I, I I I am a purist when it comes to theater going experience. That I don't want anyone doing anything at all. Right. I want total silence. I don't want munching of food. I don't want crinkling of wrappers. Okay. I'm sorry. I yeah. do crunch my food. I'll be. I'll be honest. <laughs> my wife points it out. But yeah, that one's mine. All right. So. Best stunt coordination, mostly non CGI. Of course, there's always going to be a little bit of CGI in there, right. but what I'm talking about are like fights, fist fights, uh, car chases, things that are grounded in non special effects. Paul, I I do have two, and one is more CGI, so I'm going to do in a okay. second.
0: My number one is the highway scene from the Winter Soldier. Yes, when when Bucky and Cap really first fight for the first time, and it is like fast paced and it is like just vicious and really good. Winter Soldier itself is a lot of really good, a lot prep. of practical stuff. You know, between that and the the elevator fights, another good one. But then the second one, and I wasn't going to include this until I saw some behind the scenes stuff, is Spider Man No Way Home. The highway scene with him and Doc Ock, mm-hmm. that's Tom Holland doing a lot of that stunt work. Really, I w- I was shocked. Like they they show there's a video of him and he's running in the CGI, like the motion capture suit, and he's jumping off cars, and he's doing, like, he jumps on a trampoline, does a flip, and he keeps... I was like, wow, I did not realize... Because, unfortunately, with Spider-Man movies, especially, they are... And Iron Man movies, they're highly CGI with the character. But, like, it's really Tom Holland. I was like, wow.
2: Impressive. John? I'm going to go with the the, the, the fight scenes in the Batman. I think those were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was no visual
0: effects, though. Best stunt, though, in the Batman... Is when he tries to flying squirrel and he gets his parachute caught. Wow. Best stunt. Best stunt ever.
2: <laughs> that might have been one of the most painful things I've ever seen in a movie theater. And he's like, Oh oh God, my knee. And then it's he like, just walks away. I just wanted him to be like, Yep, something's bleeding. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh yuck. So I've <laughs> had to throw that in there, I'm sorry.
0: I've just, got a few, but I have an ultimate Batman. I do I, I do also want to point oh, out please. the Bat Batman versus Superman, the not their title fight unfortunately, but the warehouse fight scene. Okay, it I is like some that of the one. best yeah. stunt work. The shot of him where the guys take out the knives and he's like he hits both of them and then like turns, it's just fantastic.
1: So, I've got a few, but I have an ultimate winner here. The Winter Soldier Nick Fury chase. That's a good one. Where where yeah, Nick Fury is like trying to get away and and the Winter Soldier is trying to get him. I've driven in Washington D.C. It is just that difficult too normally. <laughs> My next up is the Chicago Dark Knight chase scene. I was uh, just thinking of that. Really? And, I was
2: like, and then the and then the the, the flipping, the of, the flipping of the truck.
1: Christopher Nolan. That's what makes him great. Is because he does so many practical yeah. effects. He does in camera effects. I um, just
0: wish he had CGI'd out the the smoke from the the machine that popped it. So basically, the way they I don't know did, what you mean. So yeah. the way they did that is they have a pressurized air cannon at the back. Uh-huh. So basically, it fired. And the truck went up. That's why on the back of the truck, you see this white smoke coming out. Oh, all right. That's from that air cannon that they used to flip
1: it. I love that entire sequence. I've rewatched that sequence endless number of times and just the way even with the sound design and all the 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 way it's coordinated is brilliant the only
0: the only thing in that scene that takes me out of it with cgi is when after batman flips the truck yeah and he hits the wall and does that weird spin thing and then lands and they have to cut it from the cgi to the forward shot of him oh i never noticed oh that's not him actually driving up on that wall and flipping i I just that's just the one scene that always i'm like oh
1: god still again not the scene from kick-ass of hit girl Attacking the mob. Oh, solid! Yeah, uh, where she is flipping around and jumping off bookcases and stuff like that. But to Joan Jett and uh, Bad Reputation, very good. But my favorite is pretty much any fist fight from the film Atomic Blonde. I don't know if you've 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 seen seen Atomic. It it is it it is a superhero property or it's a comic book property, and she they are think Daredevil. Hallway shots, mm-hmm. but ramp it up a little bit more, and think with Char- Charlize Theron doing it. Yeah, it's a, she, she is very, she's amazing very amazing, she and good. she is she practiced it, and she gets thrown downstairs and stuff. So I, to me, that is the top. Next category is best casting. This is let's the, take Heath Ledger out of this. Yeah. So is this uh, oh, for easily.
2: a particular character or for a movie? Like, this is for a overall. character, overall. Just a character? Okay. But it could be
1: for, like, if that character only shows up in one movie. This is where it was like, wow, whoever thought of putting that actor in, or actress in that role was just brilliant. There's going to be a lot. All right. I'll do I'll do three. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Okay, good.
0: Vincent D'Onofrio is Kingpin. Excellent. And one more. I would say Chadwick Boseman is uh, Black Panther. Yeah,
1: which is, just makes it even worse.
2: Ugh. Hmm, that's tough. Yeah, I'm going to have a few. I can't. There's yeah, no way of to narrow it down. Uh, Christopher Reeve as Superman. I wanted to say Christopher. Hmm. We're not doing Heath Ledger, so right. I'm going to go Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Solid. Nice choice. And. I'll show her my fancy flipper <laughs> trick. It's a tough one. I don't know who else to go. Wesley Snipes' is Blade.
1: Ooh, oh, nice. Look at you. You're
2: very good. Trying to be different. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Trying yeah. to get some, some, some different, uh, different ones in there.
1: So Timmy said Lucius Fox, Morgan Freeman. That's a solid one. Yeah. I feel, and, and this is going to be a little bit controversial because it's not technically a casting. It's a, a voice work. Bradley Cooper is Rocket Raccoon. That's a casting. That's, right? I, I think yeah. that's okay. casting. I, I still, I listen to Rocket all the time, and I can't hear Bradley Cooper. Oh, he no, loses no. it. Yeah, he is so blended into that. But this one might get it more than any of them, and it's Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Mm. I can, you know, think about what we knew about Tom Hiddleston before Loki, which is pretty much nothing. Yeah, he came out of, you know, Brana discovered him and brought him out of obscurity. And can you really think of anyone else playing Loki? No. He is just he nails it and, and can you just... think of him playing Thor. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine him doing anything else. Best prop
2: <laughs> I, I,
1: I I don't have a great one, so I'll I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> What's your definition of a
2: prop? Then so... prop
1: is anything that's not c- human. Okay. So I will
0: argue in the first Iron Man, the mm-hmm. practical Iron Man suit, as a prop. Oh, okay. Like, because so wait, it are you something... talking about Mark One? No, when when he finally like completes his Iron Man suit, okay. and he like puts it on like because that in the first movie it was all practical mm-hmm. or, or scratch that there was a lot more practicality. By right. the time they get to like Infinity War and Endgame, it, he's just wearing like a half. Type thing, but if you're going for more like a more traditional prop, I would actually say Stormbreaker. I love Stormbreaker.
1: Oh, Stormbreaker is really cool. Yeah,
0: it's just it's just got a very it's got a very space Viking warrior feel to That's it. That's true, and I, and I really like it because it's also again a practical thing that you know Chris Hemsworth is holding, and it seems mm-hmm. powerful and strong and just so either one of those two,
1: I'd go mm-hmm. with excellent.
2: Sean, a 1989 Batmobile. <laughs> uh, I... I won't say that. All no. right. Yeah. The one that has trouble turning corners. Yeah. Just the tight ones. Just, you know, Gotham City, man. They don't have a lot of right turns there. All right. Good prop. Good prop. Then
1: finally, our last category is best mid or post credit scene. This is any scene that has occurred in anywhere after the main story has ended and credits have started to roll. And it can happen at any point in time. My vote goes for the cameo of Harry Styles. No, I'm kidding. <sighs> What was that one? That the was it. Was that Eternals? Yeah, Harry Styles shows up as what is it? Thanos's brother, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know. First of all, I will tell you this much because this is how much I'm not Star connected Fox. to music: is I didn't know that that was Harry Styles. Oh. I I didn't. I I know that Harry Styles is a musician. I couldn't tell you what kind of music he is, but
2: actually, let's go to Sean. Best. So I'm trying to think of ones that either added to the story or ones that were just one-offs and funny. Mm. I think the one that just I had fun with was the Howard the Duck one. I That's guess. a good one. I, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was just funny because it didn't. It was just making fun of itself.
0: Yeah, I have two. Oh. One is the Nick Fury cameo at the end of Avengers.
1: Of course, because that
0: just it is classic. It, it, it started that whole thing, and then my probably my favorite, Deadpool two.
1: Which one is that?
0: When where he travels first? through time over uh, and over again, and he that basically was the credits that was, like that was that in was during the that was mid credits. I thought you were
1: gonna say the the one where he asks us to leave in Ferris no, Bueller Ferris Bueller's style. style. That's a
0: good one. He does that one is funny, but like it is a mid credit scene where he
1: basically undoes everything in the movie.
2: I think the shawarma one is a good one.
1: That was I think that one might have been mine. Yeah, this is the shawarma scene. I also have here the appearance of Thanos because that... In a, in the, the Avengers Thanos? The very, or... very first appearance of Thanos when he turns around, and, and it's not even uh, Josh Brolin no, it's yet. a stud guy. Yeah, and he says something like, you know... Be to court, challenge they, them
0: would be to court, court death. Court death.
1: And that was the very first time we ever saw Thanos, and at that point, so few people knew who Thanos was, and everyone was like, I don't know who that is, to the internet. Yeah. And, like... My wife and I, we were in the theater because Timmy was too. Timmy was only four years old at the time, so he was too young to go. Despite the fact that yes, he did see Deadpool three years later, I I didn't knew want to You say were going to bring that. I up, didn't want to say it, but we saw Thanos, and we that was our big jumping out of our seat moment. We're like, "Oh my god, it's Thanos!"
2: And everyone else was like, "I don't know who that is." But then mm-hmm. it took like five movies to actually see him again. <laughs> no, I saw him in Guardians. Well, that's what I mean. But there was not like five movies. Uh, later. I don't remember Guardians, and then he
0: Age of Ultron. But yes, it was oh, it Age of Ultron. He gets the glove and he oh, says yes. fine I'll do it, it myself
2: is. Uh, I don't is that a uh, post credit scene uh, yes mid, it is I don't remember that
0: mid credit scene right after they do the uh, the main titles you're welcome I do like Iron Man oh. so here's
1: another one go
2: ahead casting James Spader as Ultron uh-huh, I forgot all oh, that yeah, oh yeah good yeah. voice work yeah. oh, he, he, mean, he, that he was his Red Reddington that was right after Red Reddington I was like all in on that the
1: one
0: that always makes me laugh in that movie is when the Hulk lands in the Quinjet and you just yeah, off, off camera you just hear
1: oh for god's sake <laughs> I do like the end credit scene <laughs> in Iron Man three, where Tony Stark's doing therapy with Bruce Banner.
2: Bruce no. Banner, yeah, not that kind of <laughs> doctor. Kind of doctor. <laughs> you
0: know, it still obsessed me that they took the post credit scene from Incredible Hulk and put it in the movie because so many people missed the one what in Iron was Man. It? it was supposed to be the scene at the bar where he's ordering oh, drinks and right. Tony Stark comes in that was supposed to be the the mid the yeah. end credit scene but everybody missed the Nick Fury one because nobody thought to stay back then no
1: well i think that's why the shawarma scene is also one of my favorites because it was like one of the very first ones that everyone
0: the problem with the shawarma scene is it also started a trend where they put the yeah. important one in the mid credits and then they put the like the funny one funny at the one. end so like there have been plenty of end credit scenes where we're like we're like oh okay. I, I'm
1: wondering too if we're now in the era of the non post credit scenes because I noticed the Batman had none like it had like DC wasn't big with yeah. it to begin it had with
2: the, uh, the computer come up and it said goodbye yeah
1: actually I'm wondering this I'm wa- and this is get, the next uh, Doctor Strange movie is the big test for this are we now going to get the k- trailer for the next movie at the end of the I credits hope not
0: but Spider-Man did Spider-Man did that also for Venom. They showed the trailer for uh or they showed a scene from Spider-Verse.
1: Right. Yeah. Cuz I, I we I'm wondering if Doctor Strange is going to show us a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder.
0: I hope not. I don't I don't like that trends.
1: So, everybody, thank you very much for playing and for doing our Oscar show. We have I've enjoyed hearing your answers. I've enjoyed hearing what you had to say and who you would give Oscars for. So, thank you for entertaining me
0: really didn't have a choice (laughs) but anyway yes no thank you rob Uh, rob did despite all my annoyingness i we rob put a lot of thought into this and we're just having fun at this point (laughs) but we do have our fan feedback friday which i took one of the i cheated i took one of the questions that rob put on his oscar awards and used it oh really and i just took the first one this week which superhero has your favorite uh, origin story
1: my film class actually answered this one
0: too yeah Yeah, so we have uh captain america spider-man Catwoman, the Tim Burton version. Yes. Superboy, which I, yeah. I was surprised about. Uh, Joker, which again, I'm surprised about because there's so many different versions mm-hmm. of Joker. We also got Bucky Barnes, Doctor Strange, and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I, I find it interesting that nobody went for like the real, not the easy ones, but like the ones, the most well known ones. Oh, yeah. Superman, uh, Spider Man's on there. Everybody knows the, you know, the Uncle Ben story. Yeah. But uh, Batman. But very interesting. So thank you guys for participating. I do appreciate it. So that's going to wrap us up for today. Don't forget, guys, if you're looking for more content, you can go to our website, themisfitfaction.com. If you want to hear more from Sean, you can check out our other show, Cinematic Adventures, where we kind of make it up as we go. But talk about movies. Ain't it the truth. Ain't it the truth. But Ain't we did a, an episode attributing William Hurt today with the, the movie Lost in Space. It really
2: wasn't a tribute to William Hurt, but we just were like, you know what? Let's choose, of all the movies he's done...
0: Let's do this one. But, um, so make sure you guys check that out. You could also find, uh um... Articles, reviews on our website. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Basically, just type in the Misfit Faction, and you'll find us somewhere. So, we want to thank Rob for working hard on uh, today's categories. I had a lot of fun. Where you want to thank Sean for uh, hanging out and yeah. staying. Yeah. Though...
2: You, you guys needed a third person. Yeah, that Ronnie <laughs> wasn't here. So now that Ronnie's actually, I wanted
1: all three of you here to, to compete, but I knew you would. And won producer won anyway. Melanie, but I knew you would have won anyway.
0: <laughs> but so we want to thank you guys for listening. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Rob. I'm neither. <laughs> and we'll be back in a flash. Smorgasbord. That's